We know now that in the early years of the 20th century, this world was being watched closely by intelligences greater than man's, and yet as mortal as his own. We take you now to Grover's Mills, New Jersey. All right. But I'm telling you, any job I know. you ever have the rest of your life is going to be the same. I, I understand. The management is stupid beyond belief. <laughs> the workers get crapped on day by day. I, I understand. Life I, sucks and then you die. I understand. I mean, and I I'm, had, not, I'm not arguing with you. I've your had point. professional jobs, teaching, same bullshit. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I am saying, oh my God, we need to change this system because why do we do this to ourselves as human beings? I'm also just part two. Sometimes you just want to complain and have a sympathetic ear. Oh, that's true. So sometimes when I just say, oh my God, I want to throw rocks at my one boss. All I want to hear is, yeah, I'd help you carry those rocks. Yes. Yeah. All right. I I see. Yeah. 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 So if you wouldn't mind just giving me a quick uh, proper mic check since I used mom earlier. Uh, F that John. All right. Wow. Looking good. You are there? Is it? Did I not screw it down correctly? Oh no! Oh my god! Oh god! <laughs> oh, this is some amazing audio. Boo! I'm just gonna mute your mic. What? Hey, I can mute your mic. That's great. From here, fabulous. Um, I got the hot tub out. <laughs> I, s- I saw. All right. Well, with the exception of uh, 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 of this bit now, where you're fixing your microphone stand, let's let's start off the show with an in memoriam. Uh, rotate it so the red light is facing you. Other way. There it goes. Okay, perfect. Now we're set up. Tech, physical technical difficulties be damned. And uh, let's let's start this episode off with an in memoriam. So uh, for those that don't know, uh, uh, this house was built and bought in 1993. Um, yes. and, and as I recall, because I was only seven going on eight, when all of this happened, yes. you guys figured, well, we're buying and building our own house anyway. Let's splurge a little bit extra and get a hot tub. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. So I'm correct in that in that thought process. So right. you guys get a hot tub. It's a great big four seater. It's upstairs in what we used to call the Florida room because it had all the big windows. Right. And got a lot of sunlight. Right. And then a few years later, uh, the idea was proposed that Let's move it downstairs into the basement so we can turn the basement into a rec room. Right. And that involved a whole weekend, and you had to cut up the steps to the basement, and it took like six or seven guys from the family to uh, lower the hot tub down into the basement. Mm -hmm. And then, I want to say that was in like 1997 or so when that happened-ish. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just kind of guessing because I know we had a few years with it. And there it languished. Until 2021, this past week, where you discovered that it was beyond repair and proceeded to take what was a hand saw, band saw. What type of saw did you use? A reciprocating mm, saw, a okay. sawzall. 
Okay. No, and there was nothing wrong with it. Oh! It was just, like, so you just cut it up for funsies, or there was no way we were going to be able to get it upstairs? There was no way, there okay. was no way to get it out. All right. Well, fair enough. So now it rests in pieces at the top of the driveway, where it will eventually make its way to some kind of dump. So, in memoriam, 1993 to 2021, uh, uh, oh, okay. the, the Lichner clan family hot tub. The memorial for the hot yeah, the tub. Memorial okay. for I wasn't the really hot sure why we were doing that. Okay. No, it's fine. I thought I'd get that out there. Cause that's okay. a f- the, the whole point of this podcast is, is ostensibly just like, you know, it's me and you, father and kid bonding. Right. So, I mean, they've heard our dogs bark like a lot. So right. whatever. But how are you, dad? How is your Good. weekend? Uh, I know it's too short Tuesday now, but yeah, too short. All right. Well, I'm going to describe to you the perfect weekend. Okay. Four days and four nights down Ocean City, New Jersey. Three of them camping. One of them in a very fancy hotel with a crazy view. Yeah. I yeah. No, my vertigo was triggered hard. So, so your mom bought the uh, upscale room. It was. I mean. The, the most expensive room. I've slept in days in that had better accommodations. Honestly, the view was pretty good. Oh, the view was nice, but yeah. I could not really enjoy it because of said vertigo. Okay, but I had the most relaxing time I've ever had. This is the third year in you. a row I've done this exact vacation. Good for you. And it's the same every time. It's very low key. And then I drive home on Sunday and get unpacked and do some laundry, and then I sit down and I watch the perfect summer movie. With you, yes. my dad, yes. which is Independence, Independence Day. Day. Oh, God, such a great friggin' movie. All right, Dad, talk about Independence Day. Go. Well, What'd you like? Um, I guess I had seen it when it came out or something or shortly thereafter, but... Um, it came out in 96, so... Let me see. We probably saw it on VHS or something. Yeah, Will, yeah. Will Smith was... I don't know. He, he didn't seem to have like a real part. It was just kind of like <laughs> like you know eye candy or something. You know, oh boy, around but uh, boy was he. Um, um and uh, how old was Will Smith at this point? And it, I mean, it was <clears throat> it was the same script okay. as any number of other movies. You know, the 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 loser guy, the loser pilot, the drunk. Loser pilot becomes the hero <laughs> and, of course, dies in the process. Um, the good guys uh, win and they kick butt on the aliens at, at the last part of the, the movie. And, you know, it's just a standard script. It was, it's, it wasn't. Oh, uh, it's what I love about this movie specifically is that it communicates everything in kind of like a visual or a, a, a movie shorthand. So the character will immediately have some line of dialogue or some action that absolutely defines the character. So you don't have to worry about like the the development or anything like well, that. Well, that's, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's, it's very quick and you don't have to put a lot of thought into this movie. Will Smith is the fighter pilot who wants to be an astronaut right. and marry this uh, 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 stripper lady. Um, uh, uh, Bill Pullman, uh, President Thomas J. Whitmore. She was an exotic dancer. Right? Exotic dancer, sorry. Yes. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. But President Whitmore, played by Bill Pullman, um, he's struggling as a president uh, uh, because he's boggled down by the quagmire of politics, right. and he hates that. 
Um, and Jeff Goldblum, uh, I, I'm not even going to say his character name. It's Jeff Goldblum. He is a extremely intelligent cable repairman, essentially, yes. that yes. knows how to hack anything. Yeah, he can, he can hack alien, alien spacecraft, so a, yeah, anything. Every single character is committed with some sort of very brief shorthand. Like yes. uh, Judd Hirsch plays uh, Jeff Goldblum's father, and his entire character is, and I'm going to just, I'm going to be as subtle as the movie is in describing to you his character. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. All right. Jewish! That's his entire character. Yes. That's that's a, the whole deal. A cranky old Jew. Yes. He's great. Yes, he's, he's got fast. the yarmulke on the first scene, you know, right away. No, 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 no. he doesn't have the yarmulke on the first scene. Oh, but he he's, doesn't? He's talking like, what are you doing? He's blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And he's yeah. using a lot of uh, uh, Jewish yeah. slang, and yeah. ah, it's fabulous. He, his character arc is getting his faith back, so he gets the yarmulke... Back at the end of the yes, movie, okay. right? Yeah, um, I swear I saw it when he was first. There. I mean, because <laughs> because the character presented so well as an old, old cranky old Jewish man, <laughs> and it's it's he's, the, he's the so slang intensely Jewish that you can't not picture the him. The slang is, is Yiddish, yeah. Yiddish, Yiddish. Sorry. Yes. All right. Well, pretend I was raised a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant okay. with uh, public schooling in the nineties and two thousands. Yes. Just let's pretend. Okay. Um, Let's see. You've got uh, Randy Quaid playing Perfect. the. Oh my God! The the down and out loser. The uh, the former uh, Vietnam fighter pilot uh, turned drunken crop duster. Yes. Who's got to earn the respect of his? Uh, uh, I think two of the kids were his, and one was like a kid from an existing marriage beforehand, and. The wife mother in question died before this movie, so he's got to earn the respect of his eldest son. Yes. And that's his goal, and oh my god, we'll get to that. But like every single character, you just get it. Well, yeah, they're, they're so powerfully stereotyped. It's oh my god, boom, boom, yes. boom, boom. You know, it's it, you just, yep, you know who, yeah. who's who immediately. <laughs> yep. Harvey Firestein shows up. Uh, you were very confused. You didn't realize that was his real speaking voice. Oh, the guy that, that guy talks like this. Yeah, that guy. I yeah, gotta that. tell my mother. Yeah, that's his real voice. Yeah, I get gotta call my mother. Yeah, we actually spoke uh, spoke about him a few weeks ago. He apparently wrote the stage musical adaptation of Kinky Feet. Uh, Kinky, Kinky Feet. Feet. Oh my god! With boots on. Kinky boots. Thank you. With feet in them. Um, Brent Spiner, who played Data in Star Trek: The Next Generation, shows up as a very blissed out hippie scientist in Area 51. Yes, yes. This is actually one of my favorite pieces of trivia from this movie. Um, he, he uh, The director, Roland Emmerich, um, apparently didn't want to cast him uh, as the scientist. He just wanted to meet him because he's such a huge fan of Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. So Brent Spiner is just like, oh, fantastic. I can do whatever I want. So he starts his audition and just goes, oh, wow. And it's like, bam, got the part. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Uh, did you have a favorite character? Uh, you know, I think uh, Randy Quaid was 
kind oh, of funky. Man. Will Smith is good. You know, he's good. Oh, he's well, yeah. and Jeff Goldblum. I I don't know. There was, all you, of the characters are yeah. so wonderfully cartoony yeah. that yeah, yeah. and um, uh, you know they all fit the, the you know they all fit the uh, uh-huh. the the standard mold. Yeah. Um, Our, uh, although they pulled it off well, <laughs> <laughs> they pulled it off well. I'm always curious as to um, they they managed to avoid most politics and any kind of hints that would give you to tell you like what kind of president uh whitmore is he'd have to be democrat because a republican would have his big uh never mind (laughs) a republican uh, would would probably be displayed as a much stronger uh arrogant slash angry well this was character this was 1996 this was uh uh most of the way into Clinton's first term. Okay. Um, this was yet before the uh, 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 the scandal happened. Oh, um, yeah, yes. Yeah, so it was well before any of that. The only clues we get as to his political leanings are that he was a fighter pilot that served in the first Gulf War. Okay. Obviously, because yes. the second one hadn't happened yet. Um, and the, uh, what's your face? Um, here we go. Uh, Vivica A. Fox's character, Jasmine, the uh, uh, the uh, exotic dancer that Will Smith is trying to yes. marry, uh, she says, oh, I voted for the other guy. Oh, yeah. So the black sex worker voted for not this guy. Those are the clearest clues I have. Take them all with a grain of salt. But... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, it, I see your point. Yeah. It's it's also this movie is it's we're gonna watch Armageddon eventually, and okay. that movie is not subtle. You think this movie was not subtle? No. Okay. No, Armageddon is oh, absolutely God. not subtle okay. at all whatsoever, and um the uh, uh this movie is subtly coded to like appeal to everybody, regardless. Cool. Of, it's like this is the broadest lowest common denominator of a movie to get you amped up and in the theater on the 4th of July weekend. Uh, So nobody really has any clear politics, but you can read into them however you'd like. Like uh, Randy Quaid's character uh, was clearly in a uh, uh, an interracial relationship with a Hispanic woman because uh, the two kids that are supposedly his are uh, uh, biracial. Okay. Um, you've got Will Smith trying to be an astronaut and succeeding eventually. Yes. The heroes, the 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 uh, brain of the leading trio, uh, Jeff Goldblum is intensely Jewish thanks to his dad. Right. Well, yeah, he's got the yeah. dad. So the dad can, factor. You can read into this movie however the hell you like, regardless of it's like a political Rorschach test. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, apparently, I also love this. Uh, the military was on board helping them, like, provide them with, like, locations and advice cool. as to how the military. And then they got up to the part of the script where they talked about Area 51 and they pulled out of the project oh entirely. <laughs> there is no Area 51. Yeah, and now, of course, we know there is an Area 51. Right. The, the government's been putting out all these things. It's like, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff we don't know what. Is yes, what is it? in the sky? Yep. Yep. It's 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 all insane, and I absolutely love it. Oh, and I got to do a shout out to Mary McDonnell, who played the first lady. Perfect. Yeah, I love her. Absolutely perfect. She plays uh, my president in Battlestar Galactica. Yes, uh, can't forget that. Um, and of course, let me see if I can find her character name. Here we go. Uh, 
the daughter of the president is played by Mae Whitman, who you re- may remember as the bisexual ninja from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Uh, she's gone on to have a fabulous acting career, and she's only like, what, four, five in this movie? Golly, uh-huh. how old was yeah, she? Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, she was like seven when this movie was shot. All right. She looks very small. It's great. Uh, any questions, comments, concerns, criticisms? No, I mean, the, you know, the, the, the effects were good. You know, the explosions <laughs> were good. The aliens oh. were pretty cool. They were slimy and, and nasty and smelly and stuff, just like you'd expect. It. You know what? They, 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 I think they're overdoing the tentacle thing. Like, <laughs> why is it that all aliens have tentacles? Okay. You know, it's now, just a tentacle thing, you know? So this movie, if you, if you watch it uh, uh, knowing this, it's basically a remake of The War of the Worlds. Okay. So as, as you remember, yeah, we covered okay. the uh, Orson yeah, yeah. Welles, War of yeah, the Worlds. Uh-huh. This more closely uh, uh, rips off the, uh, I want to say it's 1958. Let me Google that. But the movie from the 50s of the War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds, 1953. Oh, wow. there you go. All right. Year of, year of your birth. So it, it very closely models itself after that movie Good in point. terms of okay. structure. There is a very heavy, like, Christian uh, presence in that movie. Like, the end of the movie, everybody's, like, gathered in a church wailing for go- uh, help from God. War and, of the world, you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, a yeah. priest approaches one of the uh, spaceships early in the movie and then he's disintegrated. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, right. So this movie takes all of that. It keeps the flying saucer element. It upgrades the saucers, okay. obviously. They still have crazy, powerful destructo rays. Right. Um, well, yeah, they got to have the ultimate ray. What is it? I looked it up. The mothership is something like 350 miles wide, and each of the smaller ships that descend on each of the cities are 15 miles wide. Yeah, well, the the, the mothership then would be like the size of Pennsylvania. Yeah, pretty much, you know, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? I actually did get curious, because at the end of the movie, they blow up the mothership with a nuclear warhead strapped into the... Uh, uh, strapped into the uh, the uh, uh, the stolen alien ship, and I got curious. It's like, would one nuclear bomb be able to take out a three hundred and fifty mile yeah, the, wide? The whole thing started blowing up and collapsing, like the oh, entire it, like, ship. Yeah, like it, it death starred the yeah. whole thing gone. Yeah, I yeah. mean, if if we blew up Philadelphia with a nuclear warhead, uh, does that mean? Within seconds, Pittsburgh is also going to collapse. Pretty much, yeah. So I got curious, and I looked up, and I just Googled um, uh, uh, area of effect for a nuclear bomb. Okay. All right. So I got this. A one megaton, and this is just Google saying this, a one megaton nuclear bomb creates a firestorm that can cover 100 square miles. Damn. A 20 megaton blast firestorm can cover nearly 2,500 square miles. Wait, 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 wait. 100 square miles, that's only 10, 10 by 10. Yeah. Okay, and what was the other one? 2,500 square miles. Okay, so what's that, 250 by 250? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's closer That's closer to the size of Pennsylvania. Yeah, so you can, like, kind of sci-fi weasel your way out okay. of it and say, well, it started a chain reaction like it, the, the proton torpedo did in the Death Star. Um, and then I also realized... 
if you're trying to blow up the mothership of an invading alien force with su far superior technology, why wouldn't you send them the most powerful bomb you have access yeah, really. to? So yeah, I think it, it, it honestly is realistic to be able to blow up the whole mothership with that one bomb. All right, yeah. Possibly. So yeah, I see that. yeah, yeah. I also, um, way back in, this would have been... Yeah, 1996. You know the um, the IMAX theater at the Franklin Institute down yes. in Philadelphia? Yes. It's it's like intense IMAX. It's got a big domed screen right. that right. wraps around you. I remember seeing in 96 this fantastic documentary on special effects. And Independence Day was like the showpiece of that documentary because cool. everything they blew up in this movie was a miniature that okay. they had to build very, very carefully and then place cameras running at different speeds all around each one. And okay. then they only had one chance to blow it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And seeing them like over and over again in IMAX exploding with just this team of like nerds in t-shirts and shorts like sweating in a uh, special effects studio going, yeah! When it blows up properly, uh, it, it's really something quite amazing. <laughs> I got to dig that up. Uh, 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 but did you have any other things that you yeah. wanted to talk about? I mean, there, or? there was some uh, immensely predictable stuff, uh, again, because that we've, see, we've all seen the script. But mm -hmm. guys <clears throat> in helicopters flying towards this 350 or 15 mile ship or whatever it was and stopping a couple hundred yards in front of it to try to communicate what did they think was going to happen you got they were so clueless they they, they were just happy-go-lucky pilots and okay sir we're flying we're okay we're gonna make contact now and stuff and of course they get incinerated what like oh, what man. were they thinking and then <laughs> like all these cities blow up like these aliens didn't come here like for a picnic <laughs> you know like people were clueless we got caught with our pants down because the 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 aliens all land <clears throat> or get close to us. It's like, wait, where'd they come from? Oh, and 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 how many times <laughs> were things going on? Right. And all of a sudden, the aliens like right at your shoulder, and you go, oh, there's an alien. When the aliens been coming at you for forty five minutes, <laughs> like what the hell? There, it's funny that you word it like an alien just over your shoulder. In the 53 War of the Worlds, there is a very tense moment where you're looking like just from behind the lead actress. And it's a very tense moment because there's an alien somewhere in the building with her. And just like an alien hand just very gently gets placed on her shoulder. And then oh, she man. freaks out yeah. and loses her mind. Yeah. It's it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> they, they, they blew up so many... Ooh, the guys yeah, are, are approaching the alien, like, hello, hostile aliens, right. what do you think? So, yeah, so, uh, uh, um, uh, let me see. Yeah, so they blow up, the, the monuments you see destroyed in this movie are, they've got them listed alphabetically. Some of these I think you only see very briefly, 
but uh, Big Ben, Capitol Records, the Eiffel Tower, the Empire State Building, the Manhattan Bridge, St. Basil's Cathedral, the Statue of Liberty, the Sydney Harbor Bridge, the U.S. Bank Tower, the U.S. Capitol Building. Uh, <laughs> oh, and um, uh, of course you get to see the Twin Towers in, in uh, New York. Oh, bo- Unfortunately, yeah, because it's 96. Uh, yeah, uh, that was kind of, you know, it's kind of a... a a sad inclusion, you know, un- unknowingly. Wait, it's it's like fine when you see them at the beginning of the movie because they're like, it's just New York. That's right. just what it looked like in 96. But then about an hour into the movie, you see them like they're kind of torn in half. Yeah, they're they're mm. like a, a, the top third of them is crumbling oh, and bur- on fire. And it's yeah. like, you know, like uh, it's just hard to see that. Yeah. Hard yeah. to see that. Yeah. It is funny. Um the uh, uh, the 2005 remake of War of the Worlds, directed by Spielberg, starring Tom Cruise. First shot of the movie is the New York City skyline without the towers. Uh, okay, yeah. so it's 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 haunting in different directions. Yeah, this okay. was obviously unintentional, right? Because <laughs> who? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who saw that coming? Uh, but Spielberg made a very conscious decision. I did find it. Uh, the documentary from IMAX. It's called Special Effects. Anything can happen. And it was written, at, well, sorry, it was directed by Ben Burt, the guy who edited the uh, sound effects in almost all of your favorite movies uh, Star Wars, Indiana Jones. Oh, cool. uh, he is the voice of Wally in the Disney Pixar movie Wally. He's uh, also okay. responsible for all of the sound design in that. So that's Wally. pretty great. Wally. Uh, was there Wally. anything else I wanted to talk about? I don't think so. They did make a sequel to this. 20 years later. Okay. It's terrible. What's it called? It's called Independence Day Resurgence. Res- okay, Resurgence. And okay. you know what the most irritating things about it are? It doesn't have Will Smith. Well, that's dumb. Yeah. And they Jeff couldn't... Goldblum's character is suddenly not with his wife anymore, who he spent this entire movie getting back together with. Okay. And just, just suddenly she's gone, and he's flirting with a new woman, and there's no explanation for that. Okay, and it's inf- well, there's some cool stuff in it because Bill Pullman does have like he's got like he's got PTSD because of the psychic connection he formed with the aliens in yes, this movie. Yeah, so he goes a little stir crazy, and then he commandeers a fighter jet and fights the alien queen in the desert and that's nice. pretty cool okay. the rest of the movie is not worth it <laughs> okay and of course it's a queen alien queen so it's, yeah so like royalty is like a, a intergalactic um um i mean thing we call we call them queen bees right i don't think they actually like what? The alien down before the throne. Oh, the aliens didn't say this. No, is no, no, okay. no, 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 okay. yeah. It's just the biggest, most frightening looking. Okay, yeah. Alien. And uh, uh, I guess they couldn't afford Will Smith after. Weirdly, no. He decided instead to sign up to the also very terrible movie Suicide Squad, and what a bad decision. He was going to play the president of Earth. In Independence Day Resurgence. Oh, he got to be president. He was going to be president of Earth. Cool, cool. Come on. Yeah. It's amazing. And at what, 2000 and what? Uh, 20 years later, 2016. Oh, 2016. Oh, yeah, after yeah, yeah. we had a black president. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, thought, so, I thought it was like 2004. Before we had an orange president. Okay, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot went wrong in 2016. Suicide yes. Squad and Independence Day Resurgence. Uh 
uh, uh, close to the front of the list. Yes. Uh, but I think that is everything well, I wanted to talk about. It was entertaining. Good. So if you just want cheap junk entertainment, good. <laughs> um, you know, the, don't don't uh, um, the the plot is is not a classic. You know, it's a standard. Um, it's it's the bare bones of the yeah, plot. Yeah, it's the bare bones plot. Characters picked were pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. Um, d- it's got a uh, three act structure because you go July second, July third, yes. July fourth. Yes, d- uh, with with the 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 date number put right on the screen. Right. For yeah, you, yeah. You know, so you don't oh, get confused. And the opening titles literally explode in yes. in, in the audience's yeah. direction. Yeah. <laughs> so it was good. A lot of <clears throat> a lot good. of fun watching. But um, it's always a blast to watch uh, this. Don't movie. watch it for its. Uh, uh, critical value yeah don't uh, like read nuance into yeah, this yeah that's that's my well, job yeah, and it's not a great it, job watch it for uh kick ass on aliens yeah, yeah pretty much so uh uh this uh kicks off our july uh last month was basically uh for the queers and this month is all about stuff blowing up nice so I think I pitched this idea to you uh, last week, but I think it would be a very good uh, quadrilogy to watch during the month of July. Uh, uh, next week, let's kick off with Ridley Scott's Alien. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah, that's nasty. It's okay. people that explode in yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. And Sigourney Weaver's. Sigourney yeah. Weaver, yeah, yeah she's obviously. Hot. She's hot. Gotta, gotta um, check her this out. This is before she became quote Sigourney Weaver this is this is before Ghostbusters before uh uh Annie Hall everything so yeah great yeah fabulous um well I was on board with her early on (laughs) early on folks oh I'm so excited to talk about that movie with you but in the meantime I am HD Lickner on Twitter Muscle Nerd Studios on the Instagrams uh dad take us away Oh, uh, no, wait, hang on. Thank you to Dr. Sean Monahan for a theme song and Paul Taylor at WopsySquare.com for our artwork. Now, yes. Ted, take it away. Super hot. The whole country's hot. It's oh like hot, 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 hot. Uh, and so keep cool. Keep the air conditioning on. Uh, invite all your friends to your air conditioned house and animals and pets and stuff. Let them come in. Well, why not? Uh, do good stuff for each other. Be kind and good to each other. Uh, and do positive things and have a plan would you have a plan and, and work on it this is Orson Welles ladies and gentlemen out of character to assure you that the War of the Worlds has no further significance than as the holiday offering it was intended to be. The Mercury Theater's own radio version of dressing up in a sheet and jumping out of a bush and saying boo. Starting now, we couldn't soap all your windows and steal all your garden gates by tomorrow night, so we did the best next thing. We annihilated the world before your very ears and utterly destroyed the CBS. You will be relieved, I hope, to learn that we didn't mean it and that both institutions are still open for business. So goodbye, everybody, and remember, please, for the next day or so, the terrible lesson you learned tonight. That grinning, glowing, globular invader of your living room is an inhabitant of the pumpkin patch, and if your doorbell rings and nobody's there, 
That was no Martian. It's Halloween. <laughs> 